everyone, it's Chef Yeti. If you are one of those chefs that you look at the bowl of rice and you say, you eyeball it, you give it a good eyeball, you look around and you say, I think this is going to cost you four pounds, this video is for you. You'll be very broke if you carry on that way. If you're trying to find out how to price the items on your menu, join me on the inside whilst I talk you through how you go about it. Okay, let's go. So hi everyone, I'm Chef Yeti of Yeti's Kitchen and today I'm going to be demystifying the mystery around getting your menu items right, what to do, what not to do, um, mistakes that I've made, I'll be sharing them with you. When I started out my restaurant around about two, hour, two years ago and before that I was selling food from home, which is I had my restaurant but I was running it from home in my kitchen back in Milton Keynes. And now we're based in Manchester, which is an actual restaurant where you can walk in. But thanks to COVID, it's no longer a walk-in. And then I thought to myself, what was the point of moving away from home then? Maybe I should have just kept it as a home-run restaurant. But anyway, that's a conversation for a different day. So because I run my courses on Udemy, I run my courses on Udemy, I offer mentoring classes, I offer consulting for business people who want to start up a business or they want to start up a restaurant business. I get this question a lot, which is how do I price my items? How do I price my website? If you're a website developer, how do you price something that's creative, something that's in your brain, you know, how do you go about it? But I can help you with that. So today I've got your typical English items. I've got your African items, which can sometimes be very difficult because as you can imagine, just a bowl, just a single bowl of jollof rice has at least 16, 17 spices in them, 17 ingredients in it. And it becomes a bit cumbersome on how exactly do you price this, do you know? How, without coming to a loss. So usually when you sell a bowl of jello fries and you're selling it at seven pounds, just the bowl without any meat, people are like, uh-uh, it's not just ordinary rice. Uh, may you not run a loss because all the stress you give all costs or all, all restaurant owners because you can cook it yourself doesn't mean that you can cook it in mass. But anyway, that's a conversation for a different day. So today I'm gonna to be going with your typical English items, which is your typical chips. I'll tell you how you go about pricing that, how you go about pricing your uh, jello fries or on any other menu items. I've got puff puff as well. I'll be talking you through how you go about pricing your puff puff as well, which is fondly called dumplings as well. So first things first, I'll put my gloves on because I'm going to be touching some food. Yep, get my gloves on and then we run you through this. So. First things first is you must remember that it's not just about pricing the items on your menu. Your packaging makes a huge difference in your profits and your loss. You might be thinking that's a mashup fry box. Yes, it's a mashup one because uh, I had to cover the brand name because if you know, you know. If you know, you know. You know this brand box. Uh, it's the fam famous colors that we all love. And I obviously bought something from them and I obviously don't want their brand in this video just in case I don't want to get sued for nothing. So got the, got the name covered and now I can talk about their fry box. So there's a lot to do with pricing your items and there's a lot to do with packaging. Don't ever think it's just pricing my items. The right packaging could help you save a lot of money. And I'll say that again, the right packaging could help you save a lot of money. So if you look at this typical fry box, it's a medium fry box. If I were you, a typical fry bag, a bag of fries, or oh, chips, if you're, if you're in England, it's chips. A typical, a typical fry bag typically costs about £4 if you're buying it from the retailers. Uh, obviously, I buy wholesale, so it's a lot cheaper for me. Um, 
But if you're buying a typical fry bag, and I've got my phone here because I'm terrible at maths, so I've got my phone here to help me calculate and just to help you see how I go about thinking. A typical medium fry box and a fry bag, right? So I'm going to put some pictures here if I have the energy to edit and put pictures. So a fry bag on this side, a fry box on this side. So what I would do if I were you is I'll push, I'll even leave it. Let's leave it down on the inside. Let's leave that bit down. And I would literally, the whole fry bag, I'll put the fries in. I'll put the fries in just to see how many medium boxes of this can I get out of my fry bag. If my fry, fry bag cost me four pounds, how many medium boxes can I get out of it? And obviously you could go further by doing some more research to say how many of the small meals, you know the small meals are they serve to children at this brand. Yes, get that as well. Find out the small, so small, the small fry bag. How many can you get out of the fry bag? So obviously, ideally, I'll probably say 16 of the medium ones. And then the question is 16. I'm going to take off my gloves because I need to calculate at this point. So 16. Let's calculate it. So we're going to be talking about four pounds divided by 16 medium fry boxes would mean it's 25 pence. Ooh, I don't want to glare on that. Yeah, it's about 25 pence per medium fry box, right? And not just that, I will show you another trick. So it's not just about filling the medium fry bag, um, in free, the medium fry box. You also need to bear in mind that there are a few tricks to help you save. So typically a handful, obviously you're not going to be using your hand, you're going to be using the fry, uh, whatever it's called, right? So you put the, this in, but you're not going to fill it all the way up. Can you see it's halfway through? But by the time I push this thing on the bottom, right? By the time I push it up, it makes it look like the fry box is really full. You're right. That's what I'm looking for. It makes it look like the fry box is really full because I pushed this on the inside. Those are the little tricks that help. When this is now in your in your box, in your box of your meal box, you'll think this is really full. Richly, you think this is really full, but it's not full. If I push it down and I get rid of the perforation at the bottom, bro, it's empty. <laughs> it's empty. And you'd be like, oh no, I can't do that to my customers. Oh, I can't do that. Bro, that pandemic we do. <laughs> Meaning, we're in the middle of the pandemic and even before the pandemic, that, that much of fries is literally half of this box that you'd be saving. So you're charging the customer about two pounds per medium box of fries and half of it is empty. You might say that's not ethical. You might have your views on that, but I'm just saying these are the little things that people do. So 25p, but really and truly it's not really 25p, it's probably 15p because half of it is empty. And all you need to do is push the bit at the bottom and then suddenly it looks like a full box of fries, right? So that's what I mean by packaging makes a lot of difference to how your food looks to the customer and how much savings you're making as a business. So be careful about the packaging you use that it doesn't look like it's empty. Make sure you use packaging that makes it look like, oh, it's a lot of food, but it's really not a lot of food. It's all about food engineering. Uh, so that's what I have to say about that. Um, when you also think about your typical, so when you think about your four pounds, let's go back to the calculation, four pounds for the bag of fries. And then you have your medium box that's apparently cost you 25 pence. You then need to think about how much is this packaging? How much is the oil that you use in frying it? How much is the gas if you're using gas? 
how much is the gas that you use in frying it and probably electricity and then probably petrol to deliver it to the customer if you're offering delivery um to suggest i would suggest quickbooks could help you with your mileage so if you want to calculate the mileage from your home because i'm told this is specifically answering the question for the people that asked me the question how do you do price the items if they're setting up a business from home so how do you price the item from your home to the customer's address or how do you price the items from the restaurant to the customer's address if you put in the mileage in their quickbooks if you register with quickbooks they have something that helps them it's called a mileage tracker it would automatically tell you on average how much the petrol cost is and i definitely love that um a bit of accounting so what i just do is every time i have a delivery i just put it in put the post, customer's postcode in and i put obviously the default address is obviously at his kitchen in manchester and it automatically says so typically within three miles it would normally say about pound 25 is for that delivery so you might want to think about charging delivery charges maybe two pound or three pounds to your customer for every delivery even though they're five minutes away from you it's still petrol so you need to think of the cost of the petrol so obviously like i said you might buy this package in maybe 500 of it you could buy it for 15 pounds right so you got 25p for your fries 15 pound for 500 of that let's calculate that so if you have 500 divided by 15 so that's 33 pence so we then that's 33 pence i'm not sure if you can see that but there's too much of a glare Why? yeah there's too much of a glare but anyway 33 pence plus 0.25 that then hmm, 0.33 plus 0.25 that brings us to 58 pence right so that means your fry box plus your fries comes to 58 pence good then your oil how much oil are you using that's a hit and miss because uh obviously i buy a 25 liter keg of oil how many times do I use it? And in Yeti's kitchen, we reuse our oil, meaning the oil that we use in frying the chips might end up in our jello fries. So I can't really put a figure to how much oil I'm using, but you can measure it to say, okay, in a 25 liter keg of oil, I have, um, I use about one over four cup, which is 60 ml of oil. I would imagine this is enough oil to fry this much chips let's just this is just making an average now so when you're talking about 60 ml of oil how many 60 mls can you get out of a 25 liter uh, keg of oil once you calculate that which is i don't know 60 ml i go to google mate i'm not your maths teacher <laughs> 60 divided by 25 liters uh, how many mls can you get in 25 liter it's saying it's 2.4 i don't know what 2.4 is but i'm just going to give it an approximate say 20p i'm just putting off the off top of my head a lot of it is approximates because that fit that that 25 liter costs me about 10 pounds so how many of that how many how many one over four cups of oil can come out of a 25 liter you calculate that and you add it to your 58 pence that gas you look at your average bill your average bill per month on your gas at the moment in Yeti's kitchen our three monthly bill uh, every three months we get charged 80 pounds on average for gas and imagine we're constantly cooking every single day we're open seven days a week and that's 80 pounds so i would divide it so that's three six nine so that's 90 days divided by 80 so 80 divided by uh 90. so it's costing us an average 80p per day for gas 
so ATP birthday and we're open for on average nine hours so divided by nine so we're spending on average 9p per hour on gas so 9p per hour so 50 so 0.58 plus 9 0.58 plus 0.9 no 0.58 plus 0.09 brings me to 67 right brings to 67 pence so 67 pence is my fry packaging my fries my gas and what else do i have to think of let's think of about postage but obviously we're charging postage costs directly to the customer so 67 pence uh electricity i could probably put it at nine pence as well so plus 0.09 brings me to 76 pence what else so gas electric fries packaging that is literally it so it's costing you 76 pence per fry but medium fry box right it's costing you 56 76 pence and then let's think about staff you put about staff i don't know minimum which is about eight pounds 76 eight pounds 75 uh divided by i don't know how long did it take the person to fry the chips did it take them two minutes eight pounds 75 divided by two minutes you then find out how much you're actually paying them per minute and then you add it to your point 76 and literally you keep doing that and it just applies to everything so you can imagine whilst they were doing the fries they probably were turning the plantain they probably were putting the ketchup for the customer on the side because customer asked for extra ketchup they probably were washing a plate in the meantime because so can you really charge the two pounds for the can you really charge 30p per member of staff to fry the chips when that 30p was also spread across three different customers because I was frying plantain. I was cooking some rice. I, I turned the rice on fire. I, I, I put a bit of ketchup on the side for a different customer. So that's like four different customers. The person was prepping their food in two minutes. And you really want to charge a whole 20 pence to just a bag of fries. If you want to do that to make it an approximate, it's better to put too much on your pricing than to put too little. So what I'm saying is 76 pence, but let's just charge it a 20p. For that two minutes that the cost about that the uh, member of staff spent on that on that box of fry so that's plus 0.20 that brings us to 96 pence and that i think that 20p is a very high high cost because like i said that member of staff was doing a million and one other things whilst attending to the chips they were probably getting a burger ready for somebody else they were cooking like three burgers at the same time flipping the burgers whilst dealing with the chips so you can't really charge 20p for this fry when that was cut across other meals as well but anyways like i said just put 20p i just did because it's eight pounds 76 you're trying to get to so eight pounds 76 per hour which is the minimum wage in the uk so you just figure it out just approximates so 96 pence so that's a bag of that that's a box of fries and there you go it's costing you 96 pence so on average you might want to charge i would suggest you should put 50 percent on top as your profit so 96 percent is your cost so you put 50% on top of that. If you are looking for me to do the math for that, I'm sorry. I don't know how to do the math for that. But what I'm just saying is typically I would then probably make it a pound 50. Since it's 96 pence as a cost, I'll then make it a pound 50 for my bag of fries or my medium box of fries. Because you also want to be fair. If your competitors are charging one pound 45, pound 30 for a medium box, what you don't want to do is charge two pounds. Well, what, what, what is in your fries? What, what's so special about your fries? Except your put a skin on fries or maybe you're doing something special then yes you can charge two pound two pound fifty but 
your competitors are charging one pound fifty, one pound thirty for medium box of fries. So be careful on your pricing. So that's that for English menu. Um, when we come to Jello fries, let me look at my menu here, so I can prove to you that you know that's a bit more complex. So I'm talking about oil, onions, derica, which is your uh, tomato puree, uh huh, uh, plum tomatoes. Uh, that's four. And then I have onions again. I have sweet pointed peppers that I put in my jello fries. I have aroma all purpose. I have uh, aroma crayfish. I have dry pepper. I have curry powder. I have thyme. I have bay leaves. I have hot water. Do I charge for water to put in the rice? The water that I use to wash the rice, do I charge for that? Or I want to get all anal and get all, all extra with my charges. But I'm just saying. And then I have my um, YK um, smoky smoky uh, flavor that i put into a jello fries i have the onions again i put it on the gas which is a cost i then put um what's this and then i put all purpose again and then lastly i put oil so that's like one two three four five i'll probably say about 16 items on there how exactly do you charge for it so my first my first things first is when i'm cooking my rice which is always like i said how much I would, people just think to themselves, it's got a whole bag of rice. How do I measure each bowl of rice that I'm giving the customer in this? What I do is I measure my rice. So this is a 500 ml, I believe. I don't know, but it might be 500, it might be 600. This is a typical 500 ml uh, Chinese bowl that, that the Chinese used to serve their rice. I measure this, I put it on my electronic scale. I've got an electronic scale, scale here, it's salter, it's called salter. And it measures in grams, it measures in pounds, and it measures in kg. So get yourself an electronic scale, get yourself a measuring spoon. I got this from Morrison. Uh, it has one tablespoon, one teaspoon, one over four, and one or one five. So all of this is also measured in five ml, which is milliliters or whatever. And then I also have this, which is what I used to measure the bulkier items. Um, so we have here a cup. So if you ever say, oh, I, 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 I want to cook a cup of rice. This is your best friend in terms of measuring a cup of rice. So this is a cup of rice, which is 250 ml. If I don't know what 250 ml is, I just pour it in here and then I measure it on my electronic scale. So there's many ways you can work around this. So literally I go through the whole bag of rice. I normally use different. I normally use Asli or I could use Tolly Boy, depends on what the customer is asking for. And I measured the whole bag of rice. Yes, yes. I measured the whole bag of rice. I measured the whole bag of rice using this, which is how many cups, how many one cups, this is 250 mil. How many 250 mils can I get in one bag of Tolly Boy? But you really don't need to do that. If you really think about it, one Tolly Boy is 20 kg. I, I remember that off the top of my head. One Tolly Boy bag is 20 kg, right? So you just need to go to Google again, which is how many 250 mils can I get in 20 kg? And that tells you the price. And then obviously that 20 kg, I normally buy it for, I don't know, is it 11 or 12 pounds? I can't remember now. 12 pounds for a bag of rice. So how many 250 meals can I get in 20 kg? And then maybe I can get, I don't know, 80, 80 cups of rice from a, from a 20 kg. 80 cups of rice divided by my 12 pounds that I bought, the Tolly Boy. That's how you find out how much is each cup of rice right better still and let's remember sorry for the loud noise let's remember this bowl of rice that you get from your tolly boy doubles 
on average if you're buying up tolly boy it might triple because tolly boy grows in size asley is fine basmati it would probably double in size i might not you might just get when you measure asley what you put in it is what you get out of it tolly boy on the other side it doubles so you might get three three bowls of if you put this in tolly boy if you cook this bowl of tolly boy you could get three of that from just this bowl so you need to bear that in mind so you can't exactly say uh after 20 kg i got 80 to 50 meals from it it might be 80 times three because tolly boy doubles in size when you cook it so remember that rice doubles so obviously whatever you apparently come to as an 80 maybe 80 comes 80 cups comes out of a 20 kg remember to then multiply it by two as a safe measurement to say okay eight times two is 16 so i actually got 160 cups from a 20 kg bag and then obviously you get to know the price based on the 12 pound that you bought the whole bag get it so obviously you also have your tomatoes and the reason why i put this here is i've also got my um maggie seasoning here um this is definitely something that i put in my jello fries as well but one thing you must remember this is just a cube right it's just a cube you look on there and it says 100 cubes look on there it says 100 cubes right so maybe i bought this for two pounds right you go to your calculator and literally calculate it that way so that way you get to know how much is the actual cost of your jello fries versus how much you should charge the customer so it says 100 cubes so i bought this i'm just saying i don't buy it for two pounds i can't even remember now so two divided by 100 so that means each cube of Maggie is two pence. So two pence plus your 160 cups of rice plus your tomatoes. How do you measure your tomatoes? It's written on there. With your tomatoes, it's grams, right? It normally shows you how many grams is in each tub of tomatoes, right? So how many, how many grams is in there? I normally use... Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Four... Yes, I normally use 400 grams of plum tomatoes. Yes. So I use 1,255 kg plus 1.275 kg. So you can see even in my recipe, right, my special Yes's Kitchen recipe, I've written down the exact measurement, 1.275, literally. And to become a better chef, to become a better business person, you need to be in a place where you have the exact measurements for your meals so that when the customer comes back every time, it's the same taste. And that's exactly what dif what differentiates big, misses, big, big, big businesses from small businesses. Because with the big businesses, everywhere you go in the world, the McDonald's double cheeseburger is the same taste, supposedly, right? Versus... When you go to that McDonald's down the road in in in, in Cromwell Road in in, in Manchester, the, the the double cheeseburger the owner felt like putting a bit of chili. The one down here in Manchester, somebody else decided to put a bit of curry sauce. Bruh, people would be like, I'm not doing this because they don't know what to expect. So be in a place, always be in a place where you measure every single thing and you've written down. So that way your business outlasts you. It lives past you until you get to a place where you've built a business that anyone could pick up the recipe and cook what you do and that way customer walks in through the door you can be sick and you know that your business is still running you could be on holiday your business is still running but if you're in a place where this recipe is in your brain you've not measured anything 
and you say you have a business no mate you have a job you've got a nine to five or you've got a glorified nine to five and it just puts you in a place where the day you die that business dies because you've got everything in your head but being in a place where i know people could steal your ideas people could steal your recipes but there's something about food it's a very spiritual thing that's just what i think it's a spiritual thing so even if i gave you my recipe for jello fries you can't cook it the same way i do you might cook it better you might cook it worse but it will never taste the same it's, it's a spiritual thing the way i cook my jello fries is a signature to me and even if i gave you the recipe hand on heart i don't think you'd make it the same way i do so Gordon ramsey he has many restaurants around the world and he can only train the chefs to cook the food as close as possible but it's never the same because people cook with different temperatures different people cook with different with different pots one might be cooking with a clay pot some people might be cooking with electric with an electric cooker versus a gas cooker all of these things make a difference to the taste of food so all i'm just trying to say is packaging makes a difference and i'll try and wrap up now so that this video is not very long so literally things as little as the maggie that you put in the oil you pour it into the little thing that i mentioned the oil oh how many teaspoons of oil did you use you measure it using your spoon you measure it using your spoon to say oh i use that much spoon i use two tablespoons of oil you measure it and then like i said how many tablespoons can you get out of 25 liters of of your keg of oil that you bought you figure it out google it but all I'm saying is it's definitely possible to price every single item. Obviously, onions. How many bulbs of onions did you get in a sack of onions? You count how many. I normally buy my onions for £8 and I probably get about 30 to 40 onion bulbs in that sack. Calculate it. £8 divided by 30 onions on average. Because obviously, sometimes they give you 30. They might give you 25 today. They might give you 30 tomorrow. They, they weigh their stuff as well. They don't just decide, oh, let's give the customer 25 today. Let's give the customer 30. They don't do that. They weigh it. So if they're weighing their stuff, why are you not measuring and weighing your stuff, right? And one last trick I wanted to show you is, you might be looking at this, this bowl of rice and saying, well, that's a lot of rice. I would charge it six pounds. But can I take it? Like, let, let, let me go the Nigerian way with you. Let me shock you. If I told you that this bowl of rice, I can fit it into this bowl, which is... I can fit it into I can fit it into this bowl and it will look like a lot to the customer. I can fit it into this bowl, it will look like a lot to the customer. And guess what? This looks like a super large box, right? I can actually fit it in here and it will still look like a lot to the customer. But guess what? This bowl of rice, I can sell it for six pounds, and I'll put it in this box and I'll sell it for ten pounds, but it's still the same bowl. Are you getting me now? So packaging has a lot. To do with your pricing of the items on your menu so this is what i because if i said to you you can fit this into this and this into this so typically in yeti's kitchen we charge four pounds for anything that fits in here obviously if you pour the rice in here somebody might just want jello fries and they don't want any meat on it so we charge four pounds for this somebody might want jello fries with beef and plantain it's still the same one that fits in here the smallest bowl that fits in here that fits in here right so i'm just saying i might decide to give the customer the rice in here i might decide to give them in this but point is it's still the same cost to the business so what i'm trying to say is packaging cost is 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 obviously diff packaging cost differs to the business but what i'm trying to say is the contents in the packaging still costs me the same even though i'm putting in a smaller bowl even if i'm putting in a bigger bowl so you need to get comfortable to the point where if the customer is saying oh i just want jello fries i don't want this look at that 
If they say they just want jello fries, they don't want me four pounds. If they say, oh, I want jello fries with plantain and beef and... <laughs> Let's move that here. Look at that. Tell me that's not a lot of food. So what was in here is still the same thing that's in here that looks like a lot of food. And it's still the same thing that was in here for four pounds. So what I'm trying to say is, you've got to be wise, mate. You've got to be wise. So of course, it's not being, it's not um, being ridiculous in terms of overcharging the customer. But what I'm just trying to say is, there's many ways to price your items. Packaging makes a difference in terms of the amount of profit you have and the amount of loss you have. Uh, where you buy your packaging from, register with the main wholesalers so you can get more out of your packaging. Uh, go for intuitive packaging that's not obvious to the customer that they're getting less. And lastly, enjoy the ride. The chips has been smelling in my mouth. It's been smelling in my nose since. And I come and die because I'm doing video recording. So. I hope I have taught you and not confused you. Mm, that's so good. And the reasons why your packaging makes a difference to your prices. I hope I've taught you how to go about pricing your items. And if obviously I haven't answered the questions, you've got the comment box. Mm. You've got the comment box. Comment below, let me know what questions you have about pricing. Same thing applies to cheese. I do cheese sauce. Yeah, just kitchen. I pour my cheese sauce over my chips. How do you measure your cheese? And how much do you charge your customer? Look on the box. On the box of cheese, on your box of cheese, it will tell you how many grams is in there. Find out how much you bought, you bought the box from. Divide it by the grams, which is okay. How many spoons do I need to make a cheese sauce per chip? I make two spoons per per chip on average in Yetis kitchen. How much is that two spoons? Calculate it. Divide, divide, divide. And there you go, you got your pricing. How do you how do you measure your stew that you put on your jello fries? Same thing. Like I told you. My plum tomatoes that I use for my for my stew is 400 grams. Okay. How many tiny bowls of stew? Because obviously maybe this is what you used to measure your stew per jello fries. How many tiny bowls of this can I get out of 400 grams of plum tomatoes? By the time you finish adding all your Maggie, aroma, thyme. By the time you finish adding all those things and you calculate the cost of those ingredients, how many bowls of this can you get? Because you're going to be serving the customer in this to put over their white rice, or you're going to be serving them in this to put over their jollof. Okay, how many bowls of this can I get out of 400 grams of tomatoes? And you calculate it, and then you know how much is each bowl of stew. And then, like I said, whatever is your actual cost, I would suggest some people will say 70%. As profit on top of your actual cost, me and me, I'm a, I'm a, I don't have the conscience to do such. So I have 50%, which is you know what? If my actual cost is one pound, I put 50 pound, uh, 50 pence on it as my profits rather than because it's cost me one pound, I charge eight pounds. Some people do it. There's a famous restaurant that I stopped going to that their burgers went from eight pounds to 14 pounds, and then they had the audacity. They had the audacity to now reduce the bun, they reduced the meat, and then they were charging 14 pounds. With Peter's Adapity, it became my least favorite restaurant. So what I'm just saying is, be careful with your pricing. 
don't be unfair customer knows how to shop around if your prices are fair if your, if your food is good they will definitely contact you and want to eat your food it's been a pleasure recording this episode i'm terribly tired at this point it's been the end of the day after it's blessed day working in the kitchen you know where to find me if you need some consulting i do offer consulting my email is food at yetiskitchen.com if you do some mentoring food at yetiskitchen.com if you want to say hi food at yetiskitchen.com if you want to give me some feedback food at yetiskitchen.com comment section talk amongst yourselves let me know what videos you would like me to create next and See you next time.